0: Hello everyone and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So, I apologize uh, ahead of time in this episode. I am just recovering from an illness, so I'm probably going to sound a little out of normal. In our world, I've seen a whole lot, especially in 2020, about the elections coming up. I've seen in different world news about how many people have been really struggling. And one thing I felt on my heart that I really wanted to talk about, that um, my wife and I were talking a lot about, was hope. The reason I say this is in America we have a lot of uh, issues in our political climate and about how we are to go about it. We don't have a lot of hope for the future. In foreign countries there are dictatorships, there are famines, there are plagues, there are times where people really have a hard time in their life. And are trying to find some way to continue carrying on. And so this episode I really just wanted to focus on not so much the problems we go through but the hope. That we look at we can all look at our lives and see if there are problems in there, there, and we all have our own demons that we battle, we have our own problems in our families, friends, whatever it may be they're going through. But I don't want to focus on that, I want to focus on what is hope, what can we put our hope into, why, and why is it important to put Jesus as hope? And for this episode, I brought on my wife Felicia Coons here to talk about it because she's very into this whole thing. And God has really put on her heart to talk about. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my wife, Felicia, to the program.
1: Hey, guys. Thank you for having me, my dearly husband. (laughs) So, um, you know, Nick, you already talked a little bit about and gone over, like, little things that we have been going through. And you know, you guys probably gone through, like, a traumatic experience in your life that really shook you, like, really hard, that sometimes we just try and prepare ourselves it mentally like I just had my grandma pass away and this was my first you know immediate death in the family and you know I just kept on mentally preparing over and over and over and it's just like I knew it was coming right sometimes you know when that's happening and it still hits you hard and it's just like or anything from also a um like what if you have like just you know the disasters as you said like the weather and that's just like taking out your home or um you know fires messing up your homes and just like the land that you live on and everything around the diseases cancer comes in and even like failed relationships divorce um just all these things up uh, there's the the father or the mother is not present in a child's life they grow up they sometimes are very just inward and keeping all their emotions and you know inside because they're trying to be strong for their parents or they can become rebellious you know that is a whole other 180 personality and then they go and try and find and fill that void that's in their heart and they go out to um braves to really try and find that you know that plur that the peace love unity and respect that they're trying to really have in their life because they don't see it and they see a lot of negativity when it comes to that. And so I bet you guys are nodding your head saying, yeah, you know, I've gone through that. You I know, was going to say, yeah, yeah, that's
0: a lot of that is it's really, I've noticed that Felicia where people have this hole and they really, I, I work with mm-hmm. people in the audio video world who are exactly that way, who are like, oh, let's go to a concert. Let's go to a rave. <clears throat> let's go to a party. Let's go to a bar. Let's go you know let's do this I'm, and, and when i listen to them in depth and i really take time because I, I don't want to talk too much to them i want to hear where they're coming from a lot of them really are just trying to fill that hole they, they don't really have hope for tomorrow and you know you and i have been in ministry we we're people who women who go through breast cancer i've talked to people who are politically activate, uh mo- motivated and whatnot and all of it comes down to like I want to put my hope into a political figure. I want to put my hope into a cancer treatment. I want to put my hope into this bar. I want to put my hope into going to a rave. I want to put my hope into all these different things. And realistically, what happens, I notice a lot of time is when people put their hope into this... It, they come up bankrupt. They come up empty. They have to keep going over and over and over to things. Or I want to sleep with a bunch of women. I know I work with a guy who loves to hook up with girls because he thinks I can feel good about myself and have a better time if I'm just, you know, if I'm if I'm sleeping with other women and, and, and it could somehow fill me. And and I notice so much with people and and that go through life. And they're always trying to look for something that's going to fulfill them. I mean, it, mm-hmm. uh, Felicia, have you ever noticed in Hollywood how many people, you know, we have celebrities who think that if I get rich and famous and I'm well-known and everyone loves me and they want to take pictures of me. Everyone knows those people are the ones that get the, have the highest suicidal rates, like who overdose on, on, who are doing drugs and alcohol continuously and have to go into rehab or die mm-hmm. from it all the time? Who are bankrupt, you know, even run into financial bankruptcy because they're trying to, you know, buy, buy the biggest mansion or have the nicest cars or you buy the nicest suits or, you know, you have your hair just the right style. And they're putting all their hope, including, like you were talking about, people in foreign countries that, you know, like in Thailand who get hit by a hurricane or a tsunami. And <clears throat> you see in China with revolu- revolting that happens so often, you see over in um, Africa, starvation and certain parts of Africa. And there's so many people looking for that hope that you're talking about mm-hmm. like even in communities that you're talking about where african-american rates are and i don't mean to point that out so much but it sh- shows up a lot where we see a lot of people who have in the african-american community who have no fathers at the home who mm-hmm. are incarcerated or what and they're always looking for hope so yeah. i i see where you're coming from so could, and yeah. so
1: it's like to to go on that too it's just like we kind of you know ask the question like why why is this happening i think that's like one of the hugest biggest (laughs) questions and so it kind of we have to kind of go back a little bit just briefly it's going to be a whole other you know um podcast on this but we kind of have to understand that from a biblical perspective the fall of man and and the suffering that we go through because it is You know as much as we want to say and you know it's sad to hear I hate it when you know someone takes our Lord's name in vain but it's just kind of like you have to realize that this was not what God intended he is not the one that is you know harming us or you know he's not like the big bully you know in in the sky looking down on you and being like oh I'm gonna crush you like an ant because you just messed up you slipped up or you did this and that what happened was is that when he, he made this world perfect remember, and that he Mm -hmm. went in and he created first Adam, you know, male, and then he saw that he was, you know, he needed a partner. And so then he created Eve, you know, took, you know, the rib from Adam, created Eve and that, and and just blew, blew life into them type deal. But then what we have to understand is that in order to be able to not be like a robot, God gave us a dangerous gift by giving us the free will, freedom I've, to I've choose. I've said it multiple times yes, that God exactly. played a dangerous yes. game
0: by giving us free will. But when I looked into it, the only way that you could actually have, and this is where the philosophical side of this comes in, the only way you can have someone who actually loves you and is not, as you said, a robot, is you have to give them free will because to love somebody is a choice. You have mm-hmm. it's, It has to be freely decided upon, otherwise it's not true love. So yes, God does it. And, and I want to point something out that you brought up here, that people blame God all the time for bad bad things that are happening. And I say, that's not God's fault. It's kind of like when um, I've had people like, well, why is God allow bad things to happen? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know ultimately why he does these things. I think as Christians, we need to come out and honestly say that. And it could be difficult to understand why he's doing what he's doing. But ultimately, I say, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and then kind of go off of that too, like I was gonna talk about a little bit later. But um, but we what we can see from there is that you know he can only allow our free will mm-hmm. what we choose, and it is as horrible as it says. Or you know as we think that people that just have like just sick minded that you know who knows what's going on in their Mm -hmm. minds but goes in and thinks it's okay to go and just mow down a bunch of children at schools or this and that it's like that is where the free will comes and i can can tell you he i bet he is mourning he is hurting he is not happy of that choice that someone made but what he, we can get out of that is that we can you know it can make us stronger it can make us you know more prepared mentally mm-hmm. and to you know really you know figure out and that's for any kind of you know anything like if you know if you have loss of a loved one or like disease or whatnot he can always make something good out of it that's what the beauty of our god is he takes something that is evil that satan wants you to go ahead and really just destroy you you know the bible says that he you know he is this the lies he's a liar he he's thief he comes in to steal kill and destroy but you know god comes in that you may have life and may have it you know live it abundantly he you have the two polar opposites Mm -hmm. god you know the one that loves and wants to give and provide for you and you have the evil one saying that comes to kill steal and destroy all that good that God is you know wanting to bless and give And give I you. think that's
0: also what we look at when we see hope is we're trying to find hope in this world we're trying to find something of that nature and Satan comes in to steal kill and destroy like you're saying and so much of people like listeners who listen to this are looking for that hope of okay I hear about all these bad things. I hear about how it's, you know, Mm -hmm. cancer. I hear about the the plagues and pestilences. I hear about the political issues. I hear about the fatherless homes. I hear about all these things. How on earth am I supposed to drive any kind of hope that anything is going to get better if I'm just doing that? Mm -hmm. If I just look at that? And uh, one of the things I would say is, first of all, turn off social media. Turn off. (laughs) And I know it's ironic because I'm doing a podcast and it's on social media. (laughs) But I I mean don't turn off this podcast. You can run this one. That's okay. But I honestly took a walked away from social media for a little while and turned off the news and whatnot. And I find that when I when I turn off social media except for excluding this podcast of course and turn off the news and I go to my gospel, I go to the Bible. It's not like I become arrogant of the world around me. I know the world's a messed up place. I understand that there are sheep wolves and sheep dogs. I understand that there are evil people out there. There are bad things taking place. You know, I mean, no one's blind and dumb to that. But Mm -hmm. it's now where I'm diving into God. I'm diving into Jesus Christ. And where he is providing comfort and saying, yes, we have these bad things. But you've got to realize that I am here amongst this. I am, I am the good that's happening and there is hope in all these destructions. I remember reading about Joseph. Any have you ever seen the production called Joseph in the Technicolor Dream Code? It's a great theater show, but it, but it's based on a principal idea that Joseph was sold out by his brothers into Egypt for slavery and he was a slave and he was going through bad times. But God took this bad situation and he turned Joseph into pretty much the second in command in Egypt. That literally the king had nothing else to worry about. No consideration he had to do except for what he was going to have for lunch that day. So, with that in mind, what I'm looking at is we are filled with a really bad destruction and death and, and all these bad things around us. But we need to take a step away from that and focus on what God is doing in these circumstances.
1: Yeah, because it's really... And, you know, another thing too is, it, it's sad to say, but the news has been saying that... Um, Bad things, right? It's not very easy to go ahead and see the good because a lot of it is not being shown on the news but go but so for our note takers out there going back to so the the fall of mankind happened you know god created you know all things he created man um he gave the free will for them to choose and so for um go to romans 5:12. this is the niv version therefore just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin and in this way, death came to all people because all sin. So it's saying all have sinned, all have show, um, fallen short and whatnot. And you can actually go through Romans chapter five. It, it explains the whole thing. It has it all in full details for you to understand. And sin, So going on to that, but here's some hope right here. 1 Peter 5.10, And the God of all grace who called you to his his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. So saying like, you know, you're probably wondering like, oh man, okay, so we have to suffer a little while. Okay, you know, that's not cool. But at the same time, see what he's saying here is that you know, through our hardships that it's to make us strong, to be firm, steadfast, you know, to be strong in the faith, to trust him, to, you know, he's going through it with you. He has not left you. You know, we are the ones that tend to leave God, but he is literally right here in front of you, whether you're hearing him or not. And so it is really easy to feel alone sometimes in that. And so, but we can go on and to continue on in Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. See, he is the one that is wanting to help you and to give you a prosperous life. Through all these hardships, you know, he understands that all these bad things have come in because, you know, sin. We we always choose we have a you know our our heart is deceitfully wicked you know another thing in the bible and so that's why i kind of give get a little bit you know i kind of chuckle a little bit when people say follow your heart and then here the, you know the bible verses is, is in my head saying okay well that's probably not the best thing because you know our human mankind are naturally you know the heart is wicked and so we i think that's an interesting <laughs> point
0: too it's yeah. a lot of time because you, we both work for Disney And one point is always follow your heart and you follow your dreams. And I'm going, no, we need to <clears throat> follow God's will for us. Mm-hmm. We need to follow what yeah. God's calling for us is. And when we are looking, and I think I really want to stress on this with the point of hope is that we can have a difficult time knowing what God's calling is. And therefore, we don't think there's any hope. We can see that there's pain and suffering around us. But we need to reach out to Jesus at all times, and if we can find people that are trying to fulfill their their fleshly needs, and I I've told guys I've worked with before that they needed Jesus, and they're like, "What on earth are you talking about?" I think one of the biggest problems I come across whenever I'm trying whenever I talk to someone about hope or talking about their need for Jesus because of their hope issue is they also don't want to see that they need to have a need for Jesus. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. I've talked to a lot of these guys. I've talked to, and yes, I work on a lot of guys because in the audio video world, there's it's mostly male. A lot of them don't want to see the problem that they're in. They're in deep water. They're sinking. I think most people all say the same thing. They're in deep water. They don't want to see the problem that they're in. They want to think, "Oh, I'm not such a big problem." You know, I, I you know, I can keep doing it the way I'm doing. I, I'm a I happy know. person. And habits. And so I always do the Romans um, road. Romans Road is what um, Ray Comfort calls it, where, first of all, to understand that you have a problem, then to see that, you know, you need to repent, turn away from it, and turn to Jesus to find ultimate hope and to find ultimate peace in your life. Here's the thing, we're all going to go through pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. You know, Felicia and I went through, I had a hard time with jobs. I was was having a hard time with keeping employment up, Mm -hmm. and we were going through financial problems to the point that we were nearly on the street. We yeah, were, it was really scary. It was yeah. scary, scarier than we could possibly imagine. Losing sleep over it, not knowing what was going to happen tomorrow, and you know it's an absolutely terrifying thing. But what I found out was I felt God say to me after all this of going through for years, He said to me, "Do you trust me?" And it was not. It wasn't God being a <laughs> jerkwad. I realized that God was not being a jerk. What he was doing was there's a giant god-sized filter, and that our life was like the coffee beans going th- the grounds of <laughs> coffee that were in there, and you're pouring water through it. That's life going through you, and what's coming out was what God was allowing to come out. Well, he was only, he was the one that was allowing the water come in, the water, whatever the, the whatever was coming out. He was allowing this to happen, and he was never. And I noticed when he said that that it was when I reflected on it, I found that it wasn't about everything that happened was never out of our control it was never <clears throat> like we weren't going to make it through it was scary and absolutely terrifying to look at It was we couldn't see the end line at the end of the tunnel until God said it was me I was the one who was guiding through all this but I'm teaching you a lesson to trust me and that I will be the one that provides for you jobs will come and go people will come and go and I've said this before on this podcast a hundred times over you cannot trust friends and family all the time you cannot trust a job all the time every single thing and person will fail you in one way or another it will fail you whether it's now later in the future it will fail you the one thing i took away from this that i got grasped hope out of was the fact that jesus didn't fail us and our most desperate time. and that's when i started realizing i, I really put my trust into jesus I put my hope into Jesus.
1: Yeah, not the job. Not like, the job. Not. I, I can see yeah. that we were having, We were starting to do that where, mm-hmm. and we can also talk about this on another time on identity, which is huge because I, I did that well, we, as yeah, another problem. Right now. But yeah. um, one thing that I noticed, and again, it's not to you know bash anything, but again, a learning process. Sometimes God shows us. That he knows what... He sees what we're doing. He knows our heart. But sometimes we don't realize that we're putting our hope in, you know, like, in jobs. And it could be in people and, or, you know, employers. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it is... You know that's a very dangerous thing to do because i'm hearing more and more uh, about how people will be at a job and, you know a career really for 30 years and all of a sudden they're being let go and oh, it's yeah. just like they put all you know like all their their beans in one bag instead of you know spraying it out having like something here and there like and you know a backup plan you get mm-hmm. so comfortable and another thing and so it's just a dangerous game to play uh, along with um also, I can take back from personally from what I've um, learned as it's kind of like a 30 third parties perspective on my uh, on my part, because I did. I was able to carry a job, but again, it was not, you know, paid for the, the career, you know, the, the quality of, you know, education that I went through to get my licensing, you know, what not as a massage therapist, but you know, I'm not going right. to reveal who that was, but um, just going on to that is that I saw that God was showing us too, that we needed to change the person in the mirror as far as financial wise we had to learn how to budget ourselves um, oh, yeah. when it came to that little department. And he was shaping us to be able to say, you have to say no to these things that you want. You don't need them, you want them. And we had to go to the point where, because there we're, we were spending carelessly on you know fast food and getting stressed out with the job and this and that, that we were spending more than we needed to. And so then um, to the point where we were eating unhealthy, you know things when you know health was starting to diminish you know it's it's a chain reaction of things and so it's really important to be able to you know put understand the why and put you know what ask yourself like I really want you to ask yourself you know what you know have you ever put hope into other things and people are you doing that right now because you know in Galatians 6 8 it says, whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, you know, Holy Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. So we really, and, it's, it's huge. We really need to, you know, get back on the path and get back and look to God again and really um, to figure out. You know, just look internally. Seeing, are you putting something else in front? Are you putting your career before God? Because He can go ahead and switch and be like, okay, that was great for a season, but this is where I want you to be at. And He knows, like it said earlier, He wants us to live a life that we love to to the fullest. And He He knows what we are gonna enjoy doing you know more than we do and so
0: i think i think that's an important part too is because too many people put their faith and trust into their job into family into friends into their finances and going through that experience of losing all of that really brings up the point and people listen to this podcast go i have nothing to worry about i got a great job i got a great family We have fantastic cars or whatnot or whatever it is i don't need to worry about that and i simply say this to you you know what? I used to think just like you until all hell broke loose. And we lost everything and, and it was going through hell. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the biggest issue. And on top of that, we were talking about um, about saying, you know, becoming what you're supposed to be and what you're really supposed to be doing. A lot of times we are looking at jobs like i thought i was going to be a great audio video technician i thought that was the ultimate goal to be like i'm going to be a disney audio video technician i love it i want to do it but all i found out i found out that all that work attributed to it that i put into the out the years of schooling i went to the hours i put in counted for nothing because i'm, I'm a christian apologist now doing this podcast and I guess some of it contributed, but honestly, I find myself more into the maintenance area and, and, onto, um, and onto apologetics, and I find that I like it a lot more. And I find that I put when I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ versus the job situations and versus anything else, I find that I find my calling, but at the same time, I have a peace about it. Like, okay, something happens with a job, big deal. Jesus will take care of us. Yeah. And that's and that's also I've told people I've told them about that and I people I've worked with thought I was literally insane. It's, like, it's hard
1: to do. It's hard it's just, it's easy, but it's you know not simple. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it's
0: and it's really that way. It's I come across a lot of people who literally when I say they go, "What if you lost your job tomorrow?" I go, "I it's okay." And they look at me and go, "What are you crazy?" I'm like, "No, Jesus will take care of me. I'm fine." Mm-hmm. And they look at me like they look at me like I just. Uttered that Sas like I just told him that I am the second cousin of Sasquatch, and they look at no, they look at me like I'm completely insane. Don't
1: give anyone ideas. <laughs> I know, right? I'm
0: just I may look like him, but I'm not that close. So. But when I tell people about that, that I am not fearful of losing the job and I gotta and I say that slips around but I'm not gonna yeah. sit on this podcast and pretend like I am a foolproof person <laughs> yeah, on this
1: fearless <laughs> yeah, I am no. saying <laughs> that
0: I am a work in progress on this and that I am trying to proceed forward the best I can do I have weak moments absolutely do I have moments I have fear that I will lose the job and what will happen next and I have those utterly terrified moments yeah <laughs> I am still a human being. I still flesh and blood. You cut me, I bleed. I still am that person. I'm still fickle and finite. I'm a work in progress. But what I look at is, it, I more have the I now have the ability to look at and go, okay, my fi- my hope and trust, and I and this is where I think where the Bible teaches about how we are to be stronger.
1: Yeah, and so yeah, and to definitely go onto that, while you're in that zone, Isaiah 40. 31 says but those who hope in the lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary they will walk and not be faint and you completely like just you know as responding to your co-worker that was beautifully said (laughs)
0: it's just it's just when i come across and maybe other people relate to this is that i just when i when i come across something like that i go i can't I have to teach myself continuously and every time I teach myself and I tell myself Jesus Christ has and I hear his voice in my heart I feel hear the Holy Spirit telling me don't you trust me and it reminds me over and over and he reminds me all the time about how my faith is not in my job my faith and trust is not in my career my you know and what i do my faith and trust is not ultimately in anything else except for in jesus christ and i think it's important in marriage i think that's important in our job and our lives is having that and and it gives me hope so i don't fear so much and that i let it go like today i I was trying to think oh my gosh i'm going to be switching out new jobs and oh my gosh what's going to happen and i felt the holy spirit say to me do you trust me I feel I'm going, I got control over this. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to work out. You don't have to worry. And it really brings me back to that point of, I got to let go of those issues. I got to let go of that fear. And that's the point where I, I think I and I say to the listeners here, and I say to everyone is you just, it's something you have to choose. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's going to happen naturally. In fact, it's completely against what you're used to. You're used mm-hmm. to, I mean, what's most America like? Stressful, anxiety, depression, fear. Chaotic. Oh, oh gosh. Oh. I mean, go on the freeway, go anywhere, and that's the normal. I mean, look what most people say, I'm stressed out, and that's the norm. So this is very counterintuitive to mm-hmm. what is normal for human beings for us to go through that God's calling us to do is let it go. Trust in me. And it's really it it's no longer it's not just like, oh, it's gonna happen like that, like yeah. a snap of the fingers and all, all your worries are gone. You really have to exercise. Well, it's
1: exercising like a muscle. Yeah, it's
0: like a muscle. And the more you exercise, the stronger mm-hmm. it gets. But the less you exercise it, the more you, you get uh, fatigue on it. The more mm-hmm. you get at, atrophy on it. And I think that's what people mm-hmm. need to know about hope is that they need to put, when they put your faith and trust into Christ, it's the most terrifying thing. But at the same time, it's the most peace you will ever have.
1: Yeah, and that's where I want to go on is that that's really what I see as a huge difference between those that put their faith and trust in in Jesus versus those that are in here in the world that are just walking through it alone. And it's like, there is a huge difference. And like you said before, it shocks them. And, and so, you know, when you're like, a, a traumatic experience that can happen and completely just change your life and like do a whole through 180 and go a whole different other direction. But this is where in Romans 5, uh, verses 3 through 5 shows, um, you know the the difference here. And so it says, but that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence, knowing that our pressures will develop in us patience, endurance. And patient endurance will refine our character. And proven character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. And so that's where I just want to really encourage you guys mm-hmm. to go and really, you know, answer that question again, ponder it, meditate over it. who did who or what are you putting your hope in and is it reliable
0: i think that's a very important part because a lot of people i've talked to have all said the same thing i put my faith and hope into say i want to go sleep with a bunch of girls or i want to you know do whatever and stuff but i'm like realistically at the end it's only going to satisfy for a season I always tell them, and forgive me for saying it, but I say getting your dick wet is only going to satisfy you for a little while. Stimulating your uh, sexual pleasure nerve endings is only going to be good for a little while. If you go uh, get drunk, and that's your idea of getting away from all, it, it's only going to please you for a little while. And after that, you're going to have a hangover, you're going to have a bad time. I'm talking about something that does not require any of that, that is eternal, that will give you peace in the most scary time of your life, and will give you hope. And a lot of people, and I think this is what needs to be done in our world, and I I would say in America, but also in the entire world that we have, is everyone goes through these demons, I say everyone has their own demons to go through, but these are the things that, this is the number one thing that needs to be focused on, on what is hope, is ultimately it's Jesus Christ, and that his life, teachings, death, and resurrection is our hope. And that he will give you peace and hope, and and not just happiness. Because I know I talk to a lot of guys who go, well, I have happiness, and I go, yeah, but you don't have joy, and they don't seem to grasp this. A lot of, some people, there are a lot of people actually say they don't grasp this idea that because all they hear is ultimate happiness. Happiness is fleeting; it's there one moment, it's gone a second. Joy is something that's eternal; it cannot be taken away from you. Yeah, it can be pushed down pretty hard, but you can't ultimately extinguish that flame. And the only true Jesus says that He can give you happiness, but He says what He preaches the most is that He is here to bring you joy. And He says and happiness, but He says joy first, then happiness. So the joy obviously is far more important to have in our lives.
1: Yeah, because um, that, like you said before, joy is something that cannot be taken away from you uh, there's like very few things that someone can take away from um or th- that can't take away from you and uh, one of it is you know the joy that i that i hope that you would put your you know into jesus today if you haven't already and you know the knowledge that you have gained and so um it's just I just hope that, and I'll pray for you today on it, that you would go ahead and put your faith and trust and experience the joy that the rest of us that have accepted Christ into our lives. It is just so rewarding. It's humbling, and it's, it's a, quite an adventure. People think that, oh, my gosh, you know, if I go and just— Drop everything and follow Jesus right now. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be able to do all the fun things. Well, guess what? I have, you know, something to have you think about. Who created, you know, the celebration and the partying and the good things, right? Mm -hmm. What did he... Who did that? And that is God that created that. Now, what we do as people, we go and take it and we turn it into something bad. You know, drunkenness, saying things that we regret later, hurting other people. That's not what it was ever meant for. You know what I'm saying? And so... I hope that we can go ahead. I want to leave you off with one last verse here. And so in Romans 15, verse 3, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit.
0: Well, very good. Yeah, that's a very good way to end it. So I just want to encourage everyone listening to this, that if you haven't put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, that you may do so, and that you may be filled with this hope that we are talking about. So I want to leave off with this. May God richly bless you all. And I hope to hear, I hope you guys come back for the next time you tune in. Until next time, may God richly bless you all.